Animals in the House by Steve Shepard. Christina knew it was going to be one of those nights because Mom and Dad were going out again and Mrs. Wackens was coming to babysit. She knew it was going to be one of those nights because it always was when Mrs. Wackens came. She'd show up on her squeaky, wobbly old bicycle with the duck horn and the big basket out front, and as soon as Mom and Dad left, things would start to happen. Not bad things, just things. Like the time their friends T.J. and Vanessa spent the night. That was the time Mrs. Wackens taught the dog to fly and made horns grow out of Stevie's head. Christina thought he looked like a blonde-headed billy goat, and Stevie thought it looked stupid. Anyway, after that, every time Mrs. Wackens came to Christina and Stevie's house, T.J. and Vanessa wanted to spend the night. That was the coolest thing they had ever seen. Even though they'd never told anyone about it, they knew the grown-ups wouldn't believe it anyway. And today they had pleaded and begged and begged and pleaded until finally their mom said, okay. So when Mrs. Wackens came up the sidewalk on her wobbly, squeaky old bicycle, the four of them were waiting at the kitchen window for her. They all let out a whoop and tumbled out the front door, almost knocking Mrs. Wackens off her bike. Hi, Mrs. Wackens, yelled Stevie. What's going to grow out of my head this time? Mrs. Wackens wiggled her big floppy ears, another sure sign that this was going to be one of those nights. Why, whatever are you talking about, Stevie? Did something grow out of your head the last time I was here? I mean, besides ears and hair? Christina hollered. Yeah, you remember. He went into the kitchen, and when he came back, he had... Shh, whispered Vanessa, Christina's friend. Here comes your mom and dad. Christina's mom and dad were on their way out. How long are you going to be gone, Mom? asked Christina. She wanted them to be gone a long time so that if something happened, it would be something really good. Now, you'll be in bed by the time we get back, but we'll come in and kiss you goodnight, Mom smiled. Christina, you and Stevie be good for Mrs. Wackens. I don't want to hear that you misbehaved while we were gone. Stevie and Christina were always good for Mrs. Wackens because they figured that if she could make horns grow out of Stevie's head just for fun, there was no telling what might happen if they made her mad. Oh, don't worry, Mom, said Christina. We'll be good. We always have a lot of fun with Mrs. Wackens. She winked at Stevie. Right after the grown-ups had left, Mrs. Wackens took a brown paper package out of her bicycle basket and went in the house. The kids followed her and were a little disappointed to discover that the package contained nothing more than a dusty old book. Stevie's friend T.J., who liked to read, asked what kind of book it was. It's a collection of old sayings called clichés, said Mrs. Wackens. My Uncle Babel liked to study words, and he wrote this book about them. Well, what kind of sayings, asked Vanessa, looking over Mrs. Wacken's shoulder at the book. Oh, you know, little things like blind as a bat or gentle as a lamb. Uncle Babel liked it when people used expressions like that, and he wrote a whole book about them. Vanessa and TJ thought that was pretty cool. Now, you all go off and play while I fix dinner, said Mrs. Wackens, and don't get dirty either. I don't want to have to give you all a bath. They all looked at each other and grinned. They remembered the last time that happened. They didn't want to bathe, but it didn't seem to matter. Mrs. Wackens' ears had wiggled, and all four of them had floated off the ground and down the hall into the bathroom, where they drifted around in the air, circling under the shower spray until they were all clean. It was sort of like a car wash for kids. So, all four of them ran into Christina's room to play with Frisky, Vanessa's pet rat. She'd brought Frisky with her in a little travel case. Half an hour later, Mrs. Wackens called everyone for dinner. 
As they ran off to the bathroom to wash up, Christina hollered, I'm as hungry as a horse. Vanessa, who was putting Frisky back in his cage, could hear the water running in the bathroom and the boys squealing. But suddenly, it got very quiet. And then she heard Stevie. Oh, oh, holy cow, Christina, look at you. Vanessa ran down the hall, followed closely by Mrs. Wackens. When they got there, they were greeted by the most amazing sight. There was Christina standing at the sink. They knew it was Christina because it was wearing Christina's clothes. But Christina had grown a horse's head. Instead of her cute little face, she had a long horsey head. Wow, this is better than horns, said Stevie. My goodness, said Mrs. Wackens, who had come down the hall. How in the world could that have happened? Well, Christina, I mean, the horse that used to be Christina, looked at Mrs. Wackens and said, All I did was tell Stevie I was hungry. No, you didn't, said Steve. You told me you were as hungry as a horse. That's what you did. Vanessa noticed that Mrs. Wackens' ears were wiggling ever so slightly. Shaking her head, Mrs. Wackens mumbled, Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. I've never seen anything like that before. Don't say that, yelled all the kids, but it was too late. With a distinct pop, Mrs. Wackens was replaced by a hairy little monkey dressed in Mrs. Wackens' clothes. She looked very funny because the clothes were far too big for her. The monkey spoke. All right, enough of this silliness. Everybody into the kitchen for dinner. We'll worry about this later. Dinner was delicious. They had ham and pineapple pizza and salad, and later they were going to have ice cream for dessert. Christina knocked her milk over three times with her long horse nose because she wasn't used to having such a long head. Vanessa was starving, and she barely breathed between bites. Stevie looked over at her and said, Boy, you eat like a pig. Quick as a wink, there was a pop and a cute little pig sitting in Vanessa's chair. You did that on purpose, wailed Vanessa the pig. Well, the others thought that was pretty cool. They'd never had dinner with a pig and a monkey, and Christina certainly had never been a horse before. It was a pretty interesting dinner. T.J. was his usual quiet self, and at one point Mrs. Wackens smiled at him, wiggled her ears, and said, You're as gentle as a little lamb, aren't you, T.J.? Well, that was all it took. With a quiet pop, T.J. disappeared, and a little fuzzy lamb with T.J.'s face appeared instead. This is really weird, said T.J., running his hands through his new woolly skin. How long will this last? My word, exclaimed Mrs. Wackens. Eventually, everybody finished, and while Mrs. Wackens the monkey was cleaning up, she told the others to go outside and play, but only in the backyard. We can't have the neighbors seeing you like this, she said. The four of them ran out into the backyard to play. When Vanessa's rat Frisky saw a horse-faced girl, a talking lamb, and a pig in clothes run out onto the deck, he took one look, let out a squeak, and ran as far into his cage as he could get. Frisky wanted no part of this zoo. The kids decided to play tag for a while. Christina got to be it first, and she chased the others for a while until she finally caught Vanessa. Everyone was amazed at how fast a pig could run, because in no time at all, Vanessa caught up with Stevie and almost tagged him, but Stevie managed to squirm away. This happened three times. Vanessa would get right up to Stevie, and he would manage to escape each time. Stevie, you are as wiggly as a worm. And then she slapped her hands over her mouth because she suddenly realized what was about to happen. 
Sure enough, there was a quiet little pop, and suddenly there was a wiggly pink worm on the ground with Stevie's head on it. That's gross, yelled Vanessa. I'm not tagging that. Stevie the worm turned his head around and looked at his body. Hey, this is kind of neat. He began to crawl slowly across the yard, but as soon as he started, he began to laugh. I can't do this. The grass tickles my stomach. You're going to have to pick me up and take me in the house. Vanessa didn't want to help. She wasn't particularly fond of worms. But eventually, she and TJ went over and picked Stevie up and took him up on the deck. It's starting to get dark. We better go inside and see if Mrs. Wackens has figured out how to turn us back yet, said Christina. We can't very well go to school like this on Monday. Oh, that would be so cool, exclaimed Stevie. My teacher loves animals. I'd be her favorite student. By now, the sun had set, and the evening fog was beginning to creep in. It was getting chilly. Before they could get to the door, Mrs. Wackens came out and said, It's about time to come in, kids. You've got five more minutes, but I want you to get your jackets on. They obeyed, running back outside. Now, I mean it now, only five more minutes. It's as black as ink out there, and before too long, that fog will be thicker than pea soup. Well, that stopped the kids in their tracks. This time, there were two pops, one right after the other. Mrs. Wackens heard all four kids yell. Yuck! This is awful! We can't see anything! Help! Mrs. Wackens ran outside, only to be greeted by a squealing piglet a howling horse, a bawling lamb, and a wiggly worm, all covered by an awful green mixture. "'What in heaven's name have you gotten into?' she said. Vanessa the pig spoke up first. "'It's pea soup and ink, Mrs. Wackens,' she wailed. "'Remember when you told us to go outside and said that it was black as ink out there and that the fog was like pea soup? Well, every time we use an expression like that, it happens.' Christina was hungry as a horse. I was eating like a pig. You were a monkey's uncle. TJ was a gentle lamb, and Stevie was wiggly as a worm. It must be that book you brought, the one your uncle wrote. I think it's magic. Mrs. Wackens put her fuzzy chin in her hand and said, Hmm, well, I'll go look at the book to see what it can tell us about this particular predicament. In the meantime, we need to get you into the bathtub to wash off that disgusting mess. Wait a minute, don't walk through the house, let me put some towels down first. Well, they all managed to make it into the bathroom without making too much of a mess, and while Mrs. Wackens was running the bathwater, she told all of them to get undressed. Stevie, you and Christina and TJ get in here. Vanessa, you go upstairs and bathe in the upstairs bathtub, and make sure you wash well, you've got pea soup and ink all over you. Vanessa didn't really like that idea, but she finally trudged off. Christina, TJ, and Stevie hopped in the bathtub and were soon splashing and making a terrible racket. Actually, hopped in the bathtub is probably not the right phrase. Christina and TJ hopped in, but Stevie sort of slithered over the side and plopped into the water. Christina, said Mrs. Wackens, you're going to have to help Stevie wash since he doesn't have hands to hold the washcloth. My goodness, what a predicament we have here. Mrs. Wackens left the bathroom, mumbling to herself, her ears wiggling. I'm going upstairs to check on Vanessa. Get washed and don't make a mess. I'll be right back. When Mrs. Wackens got upstairs, Vanessa was sitting on the edge of the tub, singing along with the radio. Now hurry up, Vanessa. We can't have the grown-ups come home and see you like this. Get in the bath. Okay, okay, said Vanessa. Mrs. Wackens smiled and then headed back downstairs to check on the boys. Sure enough, they were bathing. 
Christina's mane was covered with shampoo and she was busily soaping down Stevie's wormy body while Stevie laughed hysterically. That tickles, Christina. Cut it out. No, you cut it out, Stevie. I have to get all this green grossness off you and if you don't stop wiggling like an eel... Both Christina and Stevie stopped in their tracks. Yep, there it was. Pop! In place of the Stevie-headed worm, there was suddenly a bright green eel in the tub with Christina and TJ, who wasn't even surprised. Well, at least you're all soapy. I won't have to wash you again. Mrs. Wackens, looking quite tired of all the commotion, went back upstairs to check on Vanessa, who was still sitting on the edge of the tub, singing along with the song on the radio. You're still not in the bathtub, Vanessa, while you're as slow as a... Don't say it, Mrs. Wackens, yelled Vanessa. Turtle. It was too late. With a pop and a clatter, Vanessa the piglet became Vanessa the turtle and slid off the edge of the tub. Oh, poo, said Mrs. Wackens, throwing her hands up in the air. Look, just hurry up. Be sure you wash under your shell. By the time she got downstairs, Christina, TJ, and Stevie were out of the tub and drying off. When you're done, go in Christina's room and put on pajamas, and then come into the kitchen. We'll have dessert, and then we'll worry about turning you back into your old normal selves. But Mrs. Wackens said Stevie, how am I going to put on my pajamas, looking down at his long, green body? They'll never stay on me. My goodness, I suppose you're right, mused Mrs. Wackens. Let's see. Oh, I know. Wait right here. And she ran off into the laundry room and came back with a long, white sock. Let's try this. It should be just about right. Well, she and Christina managed to pick Stevie up and wiggle him into the sock, tail first. That'll have to do for now, Stevie. Into your room now, Christina, and get your own PJs on. I'm off to check on Vanessa. Vanessa was happily swimming around the tub, still singing along with the radio. But at least she was clean. This is kind of fun, but I, I think I miss my old body. Can we try to change us back now, she asked. Mrs. Wackens looked down at the little green turtle with Vanessa's head. Let me get you out of the tub so you can dry off, and then we'll have ice cream and see what we can do about this animal problem. When Mrs. Wackens and Vanessa the turtle got downstairs, Mrs. Wackens had to carry her, of course, Christina the horse, TJ the lamb, and Stevie the eel were sitting at the kitchen table, Christina and TJ in clean pajamas, and Stevie in his sock. They were a little surprised to see a talking turtle but since they both loved turtles, that was okay. TJ decided to play a little trick on the other two. He looked at them and said, Christina, you're as cute as a bunny in your new PJs, and Stevie, you look as snug as a bug in a rug. Pop, pop, went the eel on the horse-faced girl, who suddenly became a fuzzy little rabbit and a beetle trapped in a white sock. Get me out of here, squeaked a tiny voice from inside the sock. Mrs. Wackens, still a monkey, picked up the sock and shook it out. Stevie dropped out, hit the table, and began to buzz around the room. Whee! he exclaimed. This is great! Christina, you should try this. Mrs. Wackens was not amused. TJ, that was not necessary. I'm going to get my book and let's see what we can do to change us all back to people. Mrs. Wackens went into the living room and returned with Uncle Babble's book. TJ, hop up in my lap and we'll see what we can find. Well, T.J. had never sat in a monkey's lap before, but he jumped right up and began to thumb through the book. "'My goodness, child, you're as light as a feather!' exclaimed Mrs. Wackens. "'Pop!' went T.J., who then drifted off Mrs. Wackens' lap and began to float lazily around the room. 
Wow, he squealed. I'm not even a whole bird. I'm just a feather. This is really fun, but you need to dust up here. It's really dirty. Stevie the beetle bumped against the wall, almost squashing TJ against the window. Hey, watch it, Stevie. You almost smashed me, yelled TJ, now sitting safely atop the curtains. Mrs. Wackens was motioning with her furry hands. All of you get down here. I think I may have found a way to change us back. Everybody complied except Stevie the bug, who was having too much fun flying around the house. Mrs. Wackens began to chase him, but he was flying just out of arm's length. Stevie, you are as stubborn as a mule, yelled Vanessa. With a pop and a crash, Stevie the beetle became Stevie the donkey and came crashing down to the floor. Thank you, Vanessa, said Mrs. Wackens. She was busily attaching a piece of string to T.J. the feather so that she could tie him to the table like a low-flying kite. Now, all of you sit down, and let's see if this works. She had turned to a page at the back of the book, and on the page was a poem which she began to read to all of them. It went like this. English is full of silly words that make it fun to speak, but sometimes it can cause a lot more trouble than you think. If you've turned into something that you really think you're not, then say these words out loud three times and bang on a cooking pot. Beetles and eels and horses and mules can sometimes make us all look like fools, but sometimes it's better to be a fool than to act like a monkey or smell like a mule. Do you really think this will work, asked Christina. Well, all we can do is try it, said Mrs. Wackens. Go get a big pot out of the cupboard and let's see what happens. Christina got the pot and set it down in the middle of the table. Mrs. Wackens propped up the book so that everyone could see the words to the poem. What a silly-looking group they made. A mule, a turtle, a floating feather tied to the table by a piece of kite string, a monkey, and a pink rabbit. Taking a deep breath, Mrs. Wackens said, Okay, all together. And they began to read the words and bang on the pot. Everybody used spoons and knives, but Christina whacked the pot with her big back foot and Vanessa banged it with her shell. When they finished reciting the poem, they looked at each other. Nothing had happened. Oh, no, groaned Stevie. Fiddlesticks, grumbled Mrs. Wackens, but suddenly, with one great big pop, they all changed back to their old human selves. Yay, they screamed. Can we have dessert now, asked Christina. She'd had quite enough of this animal nonsense. Just as they were finishing their ice cream, they heard a key in the lock, and in came Christina and Stevie's parents. My goodness, you're still up, exclaimed her mom. Yeah, but we were just on our way to bed, weren't we, Stevie, said Christina, kicking her brother under the table. Stevie's mouth was open, and it looked like he was about to say something. Shh, hissed Christina. It's our secret. Vanessa winked at TJ, who just giggled. Well, I'll be off now, said Mrs. Wackens, putting up the hood on her jacket and tying it tightly around her head. I'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for all the fun. You be careful, Marjorie, said Christina's dad. It's raining cats and dogs out there. Mrs. Wackens smiled a slow smile at the kids, whose mouths had dropped open. She winked at them and wiggled her ears. See you soon. The door closed, just as the dogs began to bark.